thoughts for reading today, Gwen? Well, uh, today we are going to discuss all the books that um, well are important for us, uh, that really are landmarks in our reading lives so far, uh, starting from our childhood. So, uh, tell me more. What did you read when you were a kid? Uh, what books do you have fond memories of? Okay, so I don't remember a lot of books that I read. I remember that I read. I liked reading when I was a child. Um, I read um, books that we have in France. I don't know if they exist um, in uh, the UK. They are the Rose and Green Library. They are books uh, specifically made for children. And uh, they go with your age. So you have, I think, six to eight years old. I think it's the pink library. And then the green library is when nine to 11 or something like that. Uh, then I remember reading Little Women. Uh, I think my aunt had it. I think it must have been um, edition for children because I have uh, the English, the original version at my house now and it's much thicker than I remember reading when I was a child. So I loved it. Uh, I love this story. I was so heartbroken when um, Beth died. So this one really stayed with me. I also remember uh, reading, of course, the Harry Potter series. Yes. Uh, I started, I think, I was almost in middle school. I remember that my brother got them first and it took me a while to get into it. I thought, the story wasn't for me, but once I, I think I saw the movie first and then I was like, whoa, I have to read the books. And I remember one specific book that I really loved that I read during my first year of middle school, I think, uh, called The Mystery of the Yellow Room. I think it's a French book. Uh, it's this um, crime story about a woman that was attacked in a room that was locked from the inside. Yes. And it's a whole mystery. And it was yep. so good. So those are... Yeah, the books that I really liked as a child. What about you? Ah, uh, I I think I spent most of my time reading as a kid. <clears throat> so uh, the books that I really remember is the uh, famous five series that I read in French. Okay. Uh, the Secret Seven as well. Um, uh, what other books did I read? Uh, well, just like you, I also read Harry Potter, but I didn't warm it, warm up to it really uh, uh, when I first picked it up. I think I did not even finish uh, the book, yeah. uh, book one, the first time. And uh, a bit later, I I, um, I returned to it, and I was I was hooked. Which one is your favorite? <gasps> oh. Which one was your favorite when you were a child? I don't know if I can name one um what i can say is that the favorite scenes in the books is when harry potter is shopping on diagon alley because yeah. the world building <coughs> those kind of scenes is amazing yeah and imagining all these different goods um the the, the sweets and so on well uh i think those are the parts that i prefer yeah uh i think those are the most important books of my childhood. I also loved reading uh, the Nancy Drew series. Okay, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, and then as a teenager, I also read a lot of historical fiction. Well, historical fiction I read a lot as a kid as well, but okay. you know, historical books for children. Okay. Um, and then a lot of fantasy crime fiction, uh, like the Agatha Christie novels. 
As a child? No, more as a teenager. Okay. Yeah. And and then I read everything that I could lay my my hands on. Yeah. Because I just needed to read. And then at some point I had read almost all the books in the house. So, yeah, I needed to get more books. What's the first book you read in English? Hmm. Do you remember? I think that the very first one was a book of uh, short stories by Agatha Christie. Okay. And I think that there were vocabulary notes. Uh, maybe it was a bilingual edition. I don't really know. However, the first big book that I read in French was Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. That was a big one. How old were you? Do you remember? Or in which year of school? I can't remember. I would have to uh <laughs> I would have to count, but I can't remember when it was published. All I know is that I couldn't wait for the book to be out in French. So I had to read it in English. And I did. And I actually did not suffer too much. Probably because it wasn't the very first book I was reading in English. Maybe I was 14, something like that. Oh, that's impressive. It's funny because it's the same for me. first book I read in English was the last Twilight book. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was in high school. I think I was a junior or a senior. So the, the I think it might have been my last year of high school. And I remember going to a bookshop and I saw it uh, in the bookshop, but it was in English. And I was like, I think I can do it. And I did. And I it wasn't that difficult. So I think from this moment, I started reading more and more in English. So I remember that high school was the first time that I realized that when you make me read a book, it's often that I'm not going to like the book. Yeah. So I really didn't enjoy a lot of the books that I had to read for mm -hmm. French class. And it stayed with me uh, for university because... Oh. <laughs> I think 80% of the book I had to read for university, I hated them. I think the only two, maybe three books that I really enjoyed at university was Dracula. Mm -hmm. uh, we did, um, we did um, a lesson, a course on um, gothic fiction. And so we read Dracula and Frankenstein. And I loved Dracula. was a bit disappointed by Frankenstein. But I think it's because I read Dracula first and they was so action-packed and very dark and gloomy and, and I thought Frankenstein was not as intense mm -hmm. as this one. Uh, I remember uh, loving Tender is the Night. Oh, uh, yeah. The one thing I loved about reading for university was it made me discover Fitzgerald mm -hmm. and I really loved him. Uh, I really love him. I still love him. Uh, I've read not all of his books but I've read uh, many of his short stories and The Great, Sca the Great Gatsby. Mm -hmm. uh, the two books that I hated oh at university was, uh, we did a course on Shakespeare and I was so excited. I thought, oh, we're going to read Amnet or Romeo and Juliet or a comedy. And we read one of his history. We read uh, Richard II or Richard III and I couldn't understand a thing. It was so complicated. The vocabulary was so hard to understand. So I was... So disappointed. Okay. Like my dream was crushed of studying Shakespeare. And then we studied uh, On the Road by Jack Kerouac. Oh. And I didn't enjoy that one. Uh -huh. So that, uh, that's my university journey as a reader. What okay. about you? Um, 
Well, <clears throat> you said that um, you you had difficulty enjoying the books that you were made to read, and um, I I won't say that I enjoyed all the books I read, but um, when I was given a book to read, I read it. Mm-hmm. It was well, not finishing a book was not an option. You're a very good student. There's a lot of books for university that I yeah. skim through. <laughs> yeah. I might be a very good student then. So huh, I studied a l- I studied and I read on my own a lot of books. I remember that the books that we had to study for um, the, the classes were quite tough to read. I remember books with rapes in them. So it was a bit difficult. Um, but that's also the, the time when I read tons of classics. I think, I, well, I read... Uh, huh, Wuthering Heights as a teenager because it was well it was in French but it was in uh, in the shelves at home so I read it at the time so I was already familiar with that mm. kind of uh, of writing and yes in those years I, I I read North and South by Gaskell and I enjoyed it all the Jane Austen novels yeah. that I loved <laughs> and I know that yeah not <laughs> that enthusiastic about them. Um, what did I read? A lot of 19th century literature. Mm-hmm. A bit of Shakespeare that I loved because Which Shakespeare I... Shakespeare s- did you study? Yes. Um, read? A Midsummer Night's Dream. It's a comedy, right? Yeah. And As You Like It later. Okay. And I really loved them. Yeah. And I also continued reading in French, although maybe a little bit less... But then as the years went on, I turned to almost reading only in English. Yeah, I think I'm the same. I think starting university, I almost didn't read at all in French. So when I finished university and I started working, I think I didn't read for like maybe the first two years because there was a lot of work to do. And then I I think I fell in love with books again with... Uh, a book that a French book actually that uh, one of my, that my best friend recommended. It's the truth about the um, Harry Quebert, I guess you say in English affair. It's a, I read it too. It's a crime mystery. Bit like, gloomy too. Yeah, it was gloomy, but I thought it was really good because it was a mystery, but it also talked about the publishing companies and the book, how to read, how to write a book, etc. And that that really got me. In back into reading and then I discovered the wonderful world of booktube and I realized that's what I was lacking lacking and probably why I wasn't reading a lot is because I didn't have any book recommendation like I didn't Mm. know what to read Uh, as French people as people living in France it's hard to find uh, English books absolutely and uh, so thanks to booktube I really got tons of uh, recommendation and so I got back into reading and I think for the last four years now I've been reading quite a lot mm. yeah actually it's true what you say because it's probably partly due to the fact that I lacked recommendations to pick some more modern literature or at least contemporary let's say uh, so it was easy for me to just pick a classic because there were some on my personal shelves yeah. um, at the university library so I just knew the name so it was easy to pick a book and I only turned to contemporary literature again thanks to you yeah. when we met <laughs> uh, you made me read Eleanor, um, Eleanor Elephant is completely yeah. fine 
And really, that was the book that made me realize that there were incredible books to read, even uh, contemporary releases. I know it's so smug of me to say that, but really, it's just that I lacked recommendation. But this one is uh, was really spot on. And yeah, really um, that's when I started reading contemporary literature again, but uh, almost exclusively uh, books in English again. Yeah, I think if you look at my bookshelf, there is one very small section dedicated to French books and the rest is all English. Also because I don't think French books are that nice looking, so I tend to just put them mm. out of sight, even if they are really good ones. And, but I think we complete each other really well uh, on this aspect because I read more contemporary, you read more classics, so we, can, we are able to give each other good recommendations and it's nice to journey into the other's world. Yeah, I'm not sure my recommendations yeah. are quite accurate for now. I'm going to work on this, though. <laughs> I will have to try another Jane Austen book. Well, try more, try more by Jane Austen and also yeah. more nineteenth-century literature because it's also yeah. a style that you have to get accustomed I think that's to. The, I think that's the problem with classics and me <laughs> is ha I haven't read classics since uh, since university, and your university has been finished for quite a while now for me. Mm. So it, it's it it's I feel like reading classic um, is more tiresome for me because I think it. Um, because the sentences are often very dense and there's a lot of description and it's, yeah, it's harder for me to read yeah, them. Yeah, the, the, but I the think pace it's because is I'm much not slower. Yeah, and I think it's because I'm not used to reading them. Mm -hmm. So that's probably why. Yeah. So overall, would you be able to name a few of your favorite books? <sighs> a few, maybe? I probably... I, I didn't ask for the yeah, favorite. I wouldn't be able to do that. Mm. Like The thing is, I because there are so many books to read and so little time, I rarely go back to a book I've mm -hmm. read before, even if I really, really enjoyed it, because I just want to read other books. I think one of the only books I've reread is the Harry Potter yeah. uh, series. But there are, yeah, there are a lot of books that I really, really love. Like The Great Gatsby is mm. one of my favorite books. Um, I really like um, Sally Rooney's books, mm -hmm. uh, No More People. You'll have to read that one. Mm -hmm. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, yeah, but it's, it's hard for me to pick out favorite books. Even yeah. if I, at the end of the year, if I look back. And I don't think I could actually named my 10 favorite books mm -hmm. of a year. I don't know why, but I think it's probably because I also, like if I read a book in January and I look back on it in December, I might have forgotten a lot of Yes, but you you, so you have some memories lingering. Maybe it's the atmosphere that stays with you. For example, there were <coughs> I mentioned Alina Elephant is completely mm -hmm. fine. I wouldn't be able to tell you about the plot, really. Yeah. I just remember the atmosphere, the characters, the relationships. And that is an element that stays with me. And I think that's how I tell a favorite book from mm. a book that I just enjoyed. It's that there is something that stays with me. And for other books, I had a nice reading moment with them. And, and then there's nothing. That's a very good way to look at it. Mm. I have to think about that. 
after I'm finishing a book. So what about you? What are one of your favorites? Ha. Huh. Um, a few of your favorite yeah. books. I think that hmm, I would start with the French literature because mm-hmm. chronologically, oh, yeah, I when I was um, a teenager, I read tons of books, mostly f- in French. Mm-hmm. So, The Little Prince. Mm. This I actually confession. I actually have never read that one. <laughs> ah, but it's not. Well, it's very poetic. It's very short to read. I'm sure you'll like it. Okay, I'm sure. It's um and it depends on the edition you get, but usually mm-hmm. there are the drawings by the author oh, as well. Nice. So yeah, uh, and there are so many famous quotes in it. So yeah, that's a very good one to read. I would also mention the play Cyrano de Bergerac. So there are beautiful scenes in there, beautiful scenes of bravery and again, the language, the rhythm of the sentences. I think that's something that I really enjoyed quite early on is the, the the poetry and the rhythm of the sentences i'm quite sensitive to that to the quality of the language yeah. well at least what sounds like music to my ears mm-hmm. yeah, literally yeah. concerning poetry the contemplations by victor hugo okay uh very famous poems yeah. in there some of them very lyrical uh others full of anger um some full of contempt. Well, that's Victor Hugo for you. Yeah. Uh, again, loved the loved these. Les Misérables, novel by Victor you've Hugo read, as well. You've read it? Yeah. The whole book? I think I skipped the long passages uh, describing the Paris sewers, for example. I think I might have skipped this. Uh, it's very impressive that you've read. That you've read it. I love Victor Hugo. I mean, okay. wh- as a teenager, there was that period when, yeah, maybe I was feeling like a romantic author, I don't mm-hmm. know. But yeah, I had that period where I really loved that. La Petite Fedette, that's a novel by author Georges Sand. Okay. Uh, sounds like a man, but actually a woman. Yeah. And then when you think about literature in English, Harry Potter, absolutely. I mean, I grew up with the series. Mm-hmm. I already mentioned the Jane Austen novels. Which one is your favorite? Can you name a favorite? Or your top three? I think I like Emma. Okay. But don't ask me for explanations. I wouldn't be able to to tell you. I don't know if that novel would earn the prize of my favorite, but Brighter Revisited. That's a novel that I spent a lot of, of time reading because that's the one that I studied for my uh, master's dissertation. So I read it twice, three times, I can't remember. Again, uh, The Atmosphere. Prize I revisited. I loved, first of all, the fact that it's partly set in Oxford. You love Oxford. Yeah. Find a book that's set in Oxford, I read it. That's for sure. That's, it's, there's that. Um, also, the life of rich people. There's always something yeah. fascinating. And in Brideshead Revisited, the teddy bear, Aloysius. Yeah, Sebastian Flight, who is one of the main characters in the novel, has a teddy bear called Aloysius that he talks to, that he takes with him on outings with his friend Charles Ryder. Um, there's an outing 
uh, where they take a motor car that is lent by a friend and um, they drive to Brideshead, the estate, and um, the teddy bear is there. So, okay, yeah, it's uh, it's one of the cute features of Brideshead okay. Visit because there are also um, grim uh, okay. passages. Uh, Sebastian Flight struggling with his family. Yeah, but beautiful novel as well. Okay, I might have to read that one. Yeah, you should. I don't know if you... Well, I'm not sure I know your tastes, really, so I, I'd be curious to know your okay. thoughts on this one anyway. I will read it then. Yeah. Another novel that I really loved, uh, one that I studied at university, actually, it's My Antonia. Okay. Um, I've heard of it, but I haven't American read literature, it. this one. And again, very lyrical. I loved the writing. It's... Yes, it's the story of uh, immigrants struggling to find their place in the United States and uh, where to settle and so on. Um, beautiful one with lyrical descriptions of l the landscape. So that's another novel that stays with me. Okay. I wouldn't be able to tell you exactly all the events, all the actions, but I've got this feeling mm -hmm. uh, lingering of this novel, although I haven't read it in years, but really one that stays with me and then most recently a gorgeous novel very powerful the grapes of wrath yeah there's also this lyrical dimension to the writing with some chapters where uh, the narrator emphasizes this generosity of the land and contrasts it with how mean the big owners are that yeah. really make life very hard for poor people. So yeah, these are a few of the novels that I uh, that I really love. Um, there are many more that I could quote, but um, yes, those are the kinds of novels that stay with me one way or the other. Okay. Um, yeah. So let's continue yeah. talking about um, <clears throat> our our life uh, as readers. How do you read? I mean, where do you read? How often? Um, that kind of so thing. I guess it depends on what kind of um, format I'm reading. Mm. So if I'm reading a physical book, uh, whether it be a paperback or a hardback, it has to be on my couch. Uh, I'm not comfortable reading anywhere else uh, with, a with a physical book because of uh, my neck. Mm. So I read paperback on my couch. Um, if it's an ebook or an audiobook, then I can read basically anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, I like listening to audiobooks uh, in my car, uh, like reading in my bed with the, an ebook or outside. So it depends really on the format. What about you? Bed, couch, armchair, in the grass, in the garden when it's uh, nice out outside. I don't have any really favorite spot i just need to be very comfortable yeah can you read if there are noise noise around absolutely oh. not yeah I me neither i'm on silence yeah. no music well if people are talking it depends i don't want people to talk to me when i read yeah no. otherwise i get very grumpy <laughs> <laughs> it also depends i don't know if it's the same for you but it also depends on the language <laughs> i it's easier for me to read a French book with, for example, the TV on or the radio or people around me talking. But an English book, it's really hard if it's not complete silence around. Well, you know what? I am totally unaware 
of okay. what works for me in this regard. I don't know. I think I want silence and that's mm-hmm. all. I wouldn't be able to say anything yeah. about it. Uh, however, you said that you uh, listen to audiobooks. Yes. Um, Not I, a lot, but... I've never tried it. It might work. I've heard a lot of people praising the narrators in... Um, Yeah, I like listening to non-fiction books mm-hmm. uh, as audiobooks because it's usually the author mm-hmm. who is uh, narrating the book and it's really it's really nice to hear their own story with their own voices. Yeah, so. I, I guess. I should try that, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what I love is a good book, meaning also a, uh, a nice object Oh yeah. to hold. So, in an ideal life, I would be very rich, <laughs> so I would be able to buy hardbacks. Yeah. And I would also have a big enough house to store all of them. Yeah. The dream would be like to have a room dedicated to books, like a library, yeah, a home with library. a ladder. Oh, yes, with a ladder. Yeah, that would that's, be awesome. That's been my dream since I was a child. Yeah. But to be fair, I love hardbacks. Like, they're so beautiful. But one, they are expensive and i found them not as comfortable to read as paperback oh yeah yeah how so well they're they're heavier they're not as um they're very rigid you know like stiff so i found that not as comfortable to read well that's the reverse for me i think that it's much more pleasant to have them okay to hold them because there were some hardbacks that are very stiff as well Mm -hmm. and that you really have to have a firm grasp on to keep them open i hate these but i know that they are very good uh, paperbacks so these do well for me but what's great about the hardbacks is that the covers are glorious and usually the paper is also a bit thicker that's true better quality and Mm -hmm. i'm Well, we talked about this in our last episode, but I'm really sensitive to this um, mm-hmm. um, dimension of the book. So, yeah, I'd love to be able to read only hardbacks, but there yeah. are good paperbacks as well. So I'm, I'm yeah. glad with that as well. What's your favorite? What would what would be the best reading moment for you? Like where, how, which snack, which drink? What's the ideal reading moment for you morning okay after waking up i love to be able to just get a book cup of tea go back to bed well and just enjoy okay one hour two hours of reading i also discovered iced coffee thanks to you yeah and i'm i've become a little bit addicted addicted <laughs> to that <laughs> and that's also a great great thing to drink with Yeah. A book. I love this. I like reading in the sun as well, but okay. not, not for too long because I get too hot. I hate reading in the sun. I get I get headaches. Ah. However, I can't eat and read. Oh yeah, me neither. Drinking works, but yes. not eating. Yeah, that's true. What I love is when it's quiet inside, mm-hmm. and the weather is nice enough for the window to be open. And you get the bird song. Oh, that's so nice. And that's really, really nice. Um, so people talking, I can't stand. But birds singing, no problem. Yeah. 
So yes, these are things that I really love. And um, I think I really want to explore this, well, understand what are the moments that, uh, depending on the sounds, the tastes, mm -hmm. uh, I think I should also think about what I can touch, I mean, like the book and so on. Uh, I want to explore this, how um, really reading is a sensory experience. I've I've already, well, we've already talked about yes, this a little, but... I want to think more about this. Yeah, I think, I well, that's important for me anyway. Yeah, I understand. Would you be able to say what you, what moment you prefer in terms of drinks, in terms of places? So for me, my ideal reading moment would be maybe after lunch because I can get a coffee, mm -hmm. an iced coffee for right now and then just read for like an hour in, on the couch with a coffee mm. before going out and doing other stuff. But... Yeah, like after lunch. I don't read in bed often, uh, if especially if it's a physical book. So don't often read in uh, in the mornings. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think after lunch is my favorite reading moment. And how much do you need to read to feel good? I guess it depends because there's sometimes I'm going to read like two hours uh, every day for a week. And then I'm not going to read. I'm not going to read anything mm -hmm for the next week mm -hmm. it really I'm a I'm really a mood reader so it depends on another thing on a lot of things and mm -hmm. it depends also on the book because if I'm if I start a book and I just want to know what's going to happen and it's just a page turner and I need to read it then I'm gonna fly through it and mm -hmm. like in a day or two days it will be over but if I read a book that I'm not really into or that I'm having a hard time enjoying then it can last for like a month or something so it yeah. really depends on my mood and the book I'm reading mm -hmm. what about you I I can't spend a week without reading otherwise I mean I know that my mood really deteriorates I really get grumpy literally yeah. uh, if I don't read so I think I can spend two or three days without reading if I've got too many things to do at work, for example, and I'm too tired in the evening, the test for me to know if I need to, to read is when I really get grumpy. Okay. So, yeah, I really need to read uh, fiction, non-fiction, whatever, mm -hmm. but I need reading. I think that I'm literally a bookworm. I yeah. mean, books are what I need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. What's your favorite genres? Ooh. What are your favorite genres? Uh I don't know. <laughs> what other genres you more most uh, gravitate towards? <sighs> I I think I read a mix of everything. Mm -hmm. um, as I said, fiction and non-fiction, uh, contemporary and twentieth, uh, nineteenth uh, literature, nineteenth century literature. I'm a very curious person, so I try a lot of things. Currently, I think I'm. I'm probing the dark academia genre. Okay. I don't know if that's the genre that's for me, mm -hmm. but I want to understand what it's about and why I like it or not. So. Is there a genre that you never read? <gasps> that you don't like? I wouldn't be able to say. Maybe there are genres that I'm totally unaware mm. of. I, I have absolutely no idea. Okay. What about you? Uh, I think like you, I'm very curious and I read um, a lot of genres. I think my the genres I mostly read 
read, sorry, are contemporary fiction and literary fiction. But I also like fantasy, I like historical fiction, I like dystopias. I think the um, genre, not that I don't like, but that I very, very rarely read, is science fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the only time I read science fiction is when I read a dystopia. But uh, other, other than that, I don't read. And nonfiction, mm-hmm. I like nonfiction mm-hmm. as well. Now that you mention it, maybe science fiction, dystopias are not the things that I read most. But I, I think I, I like them. Well, I'm not going to say that they are the books that I prefer because dystopias obviously are not the books that are supposed to make you comfortable. Um, but what I like in a book is is that it's good food for thought. That's what I uh, what I want in books. I also enjoy nice stories. So the best for me is when you have a great plot with a great writing style. And I'm so happy with that. I didn't mention it, but The Lord of the Rings. Of course. Perfect in this regard. I can't read too bloody or too scary stories. That I have no. to admit. I'm definitely a wimp. I'll admit, <laughs> I'll admit to that. Uh, so I can't read that kind of uh, well horror. Horror is definitely not for me. That's right. Uh, thrillers, very like very scary, like psychological thrillers. I would you be okay with th- those ones? Is it more the gory aspect or the scary aspect that scares you? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the Blood. scary aspect that scares okay. me. <laughs> um. Not sure. I've read many thrillers, though. Yeah. I haven't as well. I think the m- I think we mostly read like crime and mystery. Yeah, cozy more mysteries. Prob- I yeah, like that. Pro- probably mm. more than thrillers. Mm-mm. I like the occasional romance as well. Yeah, I mean, me too. Um, it's always nice to read something comfy like this. And uh, well, in particular, after reading a dystopia, yeah, I will tend to pick a nice romance to just try and forget about the horrors that I was made to think about so yes I I think that's it I I want a nice story preferably something that ends well yeah so for me to enjoy a book I need to feel something it needs to make me feel something it can be joy it can be anger horror I can be uncomfortable but I need to feel something and so I read book I read book to be entertained but Mm -hmm. I also read book to learn things Mm -hmm. and and to question myself mm-hmm. and but yeah I need to feel something and you were talking about dystopias which is a very good way to introduce our last uh, topic of the day which uh, is what book or books would w- would we recommend to each other oh, and yeah yeah <laughs> if you don't mind I would like to start because I know I have some for okay, you go ahead so I have two one is totally for me. It's a very selfish recommendation because I really want to talk about this book. But I know it's definitely not a book that you would gravitate towards. Uh, it's The Handmaid's Tale. Okay, yeah. But I think I would, it's, I, would have, I would not have recommended this book to you before you read The Parable of the Source. Mm-hmm. And now that you read this book and you were okay, like you were not traumatized after reading this book, I haven't talked about this book uh, before probably because I knew I wanted to talk about it now is an amazing book mm-hmm. it's it's a rough ride mm. it's very very dark but it's so well written and 
so scary and it i would really really love to talk about it with you and so yeah that's my very very selfish recommendation you know what i have it on my shelf you do so have it. i okay. suppose it means that i had planned at some point to read yeah. it so i will because okay anyway i'm a good student you know <laughs> so just you know prepare a buddy read schedule for yeah, me yeah we could and read it together follow. that would yeah. be nice because i would love to reread it i haven't mm. read it for i think two or three years now i would really love to read it again yeah i think that what's what stopped me from reading it is that i tried watching the series <laughs> oh the series no, the series is amazing like, it's really well done the first season is really good but it's so much darker than well i think because it's you have images <laughs> And they really went there. Like, mm. it's really, really dark. And I feel like the book is less... I'm going to say less dark, but it's not really true. But Less graphic, maybe? Yeah, it's. I think I would say, yeah, less graphic. Okay. Okay, well, I'll try this one then. Okay, thank What's you. What's the second recommendation? Uh, the second one is... V- it's much lighter. I think you would I think you would really like this one. It's the Six of Crows. Oh yeah. So you were talking about reading like you like reading fantasy as well. Mm. And so this one is young adult fantasy. It's it's a heist uh, story. So it's this group of uh, misfit uh, misfits uh, teenagers. So <laughs> a, a things that I a thing that I do when I read young adults um, is now that I am older, sometimes I have a hard time imagining those characters that are f- supposed to be 15 16 years old doing all of those things so in my head they're more like 25 but anyway and they all have those powers because it's in a um, fantasy world where uh, people have powers so some of them have powers and uh, they are like kind of operating outside of the low and they have to do this heist and so it's a whole it's an ad- it's you have adventure and you have uh, humor it's a really funny book okay. at points it's also very emotional because some of the characters have a really um, dark past and a lot of bad things have happened to them before okay I'm intrigued so those are my recommendations for you well I don't know if I have any recommendation for you because uh, I think that the books I really loved and you didn't read are mm. classics yeah. And I know that you're still a bit struggling yeah. <laughs> with those, but I would say Bright Day Revisited. Okay, yeah. I'd love to I'd love to know what you think about it and that would probably give me more clues about what you like and what you're prepared to read. Yeah, and I would I would love to read it just because you, you loved it and you've studied it, so it's really interesting to yeah. be able to talk about books that we loved, mm. you know, with your friends and stuff like that. It's really good. Yeah, we could actually prepare a buddy read yeah, for this we as could. well because yeah. I'd love to reread it now. Well, let's do that then. Okay, nice. Well, thanks a lot for all this, Mimi. Yeah, thanks for you. Next episode will be on lessons in chemistry, I believe. Yes, it would be our first uh, book club episode. So we uh, decided to pick a very well-loved uh, book, which is Lessons in Chemistry. That I only read recently. Yes, you did. Did you like it? I loved it. Okay. But yeah, I will have things to say about okay, it. Okay, so perfect then. Yeah. Thank you for listening, guys. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. You can also reach us on Instagram for feedback. That would be much appreciated. And if you want to support us, why not share your stories? Bye.